take this letter. Take this letter. They're not telling you the truth. No, Master Wayne, you're not listening to me. I'm trying to tell you something. Your father specifically asked me to train you to not dress like a bat. It, it was in his will. I feel I failed you, Master Wayne. And? <laughs> well, I guess I'm also sorry about all the molestation I did to you as a child. And? <laughs> and I guess I'm also sorry about the years I've embezzled your fortune and poured it into high-risk, low-return <laughs> cryptocurrencies such as Batcoin. <laughs> And <laughs> why? Stop egging him on. You're losing more and more. The only thing I'm losing is my patience. You lost just in this conversation your boyhood virginity, your vast fortune, and your bat cave. You are you done? <laughs> oh goodness. Why, Fletcher? Are we gonna see Adium in this one? Atium? Yeah, whatever it's called. Are we like, on? Is this the B roll? Yeah, no, I it just, is. I actually, just I've know. been recording for a while. We B rolled which, through it. Which is uh, which is unfortunate that Fletcher had molested Batman as the <laughs> opener because I actually had a whole speech prepared. No, no, you can still give it. No, I'm ending this. <laughs> welcome to Remedial Lit. We got here eventually. No, as a matter of fact, you're not welcome. <laughs> I'm Spencer. Here with me are the three goons: Madre, Fletcher, and Connor. Which one am I? You know, I'm going to let you decide, buddy. Ooh, can I be Madre? You certainly Fan can. Fan favorite Madre. Yeah! <laughs> so I'm here with a couple of Madres, and we're going to go over The Lost Metal, the final book in the Wax and Wayne series. Before we go in, can we do the typical final book call-out? Yeah, sure. Make your bloody call-outs. I'm going to bet that at one point, Wax is given the opportunity to ascend to a godhood, but he rejects it, and is, it, it, the mantle is instead assumed by Marisi. Go ahead, Fletcher. Do you think that, like, Harmony will die? Because... Because I think that something's gonna happen to Harmony, and that's what's gonna like, like he has to figure out what's going on with him or something. Oh, it's the God Killing Metal. Is that it? Yeah, that, that sounds good. Like right. super aluminum. Super aluminum, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> Wait, Mondre never made his prediction. No, his no, I, his prediction was that there would be a god-killing metal. Well, which one of you is going to guess that we open with the backstory of Wayne's sad childhood, being a thieving, uh, illiterate orphan with a yes, mother who works in yes. the mines? Spencer, I don't accept leading guesses. Unfortunately, I'm going to just put that out there, Connor. Now, I've, I've promoted it. You have to accept it and move forward. I decline. Well, my mama, she died when I was 11 years old with a mine collapsed on her. But wah, wah. she tried to teach me not to be a thieving orphan, which apparently didn't take because I still killed a man when I was 16. Do you think Wayne ever got that threesome from the last book? No, unfortunately, uh, he breaks up with Milan this book. Aww. Yeah, and Not even his dying mother's wish could stop him from stealing. No, uh, so he had that dumb flashback, which I think is supposed to endear him to us, but I was already so hateful of him at this point, it just made me despise him more. <laughs> I actually am starting to identify more with him. What well, Wayne and Marcy, they're stomping through the sewers, because they've, oh yeah, six-year time skip, by the way. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah, so Wax is retired from crime fighting, he's just a rich senator now, and Wayne is right. now on the constable's force with Marcy. She's a detective, and they're talking about how Wayne's breaking up with his shape-shifting Condra girlfriend, Milan. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention they had, like, sex in the last book, the immortal shape-shifting being that Wait, Wayne gets the... I thought Condras didn't have gender. Uh, I guess they can change their sex at will, Fletcher. Just because they're gender fluid doesn't mean that they can't be attracted to men like wax. I, I mean, I, that is Not true. Not wax, Wayne. Well, Wax has some kids now, so he also had sex. Ooh, what are their mm. names? Like, yeah. Phases of the Moon? What do you think they are, Fletcher? 
one has to be like so Gibbous and the <laughs> other's like fucking Luna. Waning Gibbous. Yeah, one of them's something. new. <laughs> one of them's name is just new. One of them's blue. Yeah, but the new isn't spelled N E W, it's N E U. Yeah, new, full, and Gibbous. Unfortunately, it's Maxilium and Tendwill. Tendwill? Yeah. Uh, I hate book names so much. <laughs> Maxilium? Yeah, Maxilium. <laughs> because it's like Waxilium, but with an M. I actually thought you'd appreciate that one, Fletcher. That's no, what I thought your What was, was the second be. one? Tendwill. She's a character from the first one. Tendwill? Yeah, God's ex-girlfriend. Fucking dies in the same book she's introduced, and it never does anything important. And I will stand by that assertion against the fan base. Uh, Spencer, this is Mr. Sanderson. I actually can't believe you would say that about my writing technique. I talk to a therapist. I don't have to hear you anymore. <laughs> no. But uh, the uh, remember Ardale, the guy who's like, I'm a constable with the people. Well, don't worry, he's not in this book at all. Which what I guess about ready. Uh, he becomes the new constable, General Connor. He moves up in the world. Yeah. It only one? took him like six years. Well, the ba- the basin now has an army, and they're on brink of war with the masked people, the Malwish who off-screen have consolidated all their forces into one country and now have complete domination of the air and most of the southern half of the planet. Wow, and, uh, you just take your eyes off them for a couple seconds. And uh, what, what what's the plan to stop them? Well, that's this plan. Wax is giving a speech saying that they need a peaceful resolution because all the outer cities, yeah, they still want to go ahead and riot and kill everyone in Elendil mm. so that leaders of Elendil have decided that they're going to pass the Elendil Supremacy Act. Oh, <laughs> they didn't even hide it with a name like that. Which <laughs> Which means, of course, the governor is going to become the leader of all pla- like cities on the northern half of the planet, basically, and they're all going to have to listen to him. But they don't get to vote for him. Only people in Hellendale do. I'd vote for I, him. I, I- I think An this is going to be a popular one. Well, uh, Wax is saying this is going to cause a lot of strife, a lot of division. No. And then everyone's like, no, you're crazy. He says, well, I have a series of letters uh, that show bribery, extortion, and blackmail for all of you guys currently voting. So I don't think we can even legally have a vote. And they said, nah, we can still do it. It's all good. Are you Trust the process. So there's a ton of smuggling happening inside of Ellendale. And Marcy and Wayne, they stumble across a pair of guards playing cards. And of course, Wayne accidentally alerts them so they have to fight like 30 dudes at once <clears throat> i'm sorry my voice is a little shot i was singing the smallville theme song at max volume for like an hour on the way up here so what card game I'm, are they playing uh it's some kind of version of poker because wayne interrupts and says hey that's a really good hand you ought to play that wow since you're not gonna go off on like a five minute tangent about how the card game works is it called like puker or something and, no, I'll get to Noseball later on, don't worry. They find that there's a cycle who apparently is, they give us like the whole set breakdown of their dumb order, and it, I only remember that because I'm like, that's a stupid fucking name. He says, ah, we're being attacked, and then he grows giant, and Marcy shoots him in the head. Wow. Which powers got kind of trivialized. <laughs> so, which actually doesn't do anything, because then it just regrows anyway. Because um, oh, okay. Yeah, then he magically throws everyone's guns around, and uh, the fight's on. Unfortunately, he's fighting named characters, so while he's stomping up towards an unarmed Marisi, being like, fee, fi, fo, fum, I'm going to kill a character who's kind of dumb. <laughs> she, grabs a, she grabs her time-slow grenades that she has now, and yeah, they're like little magic boxes she can charge up with her power and just like freezes 15 people, launches herself across the room, kill, like blows the dude's head off and while he's regenerating, walks up and digs out his like magical spike. Because he's got all those magic spikes that let him do stuff. Hemallergic spikes. Sweet. Fletcher remembers. Dude, those are badass. Well, she just rips it out of him and then he doesn't regrow. 
So what was his superpower? Was it like a plute arm or something? Like a pewter arm or a... He was a, what do they call him? A brute? Yeah, he can store his strength and then grow giant later. And then he also had uh, the ability to push metal. He had the ability to heal. He had like 17 other abilities. By the way, the set, they figured out how to just stab as many spikes in themselves as they basically want. This is just a random guy. Question, do you get more nuts the more spikes you have in you or do you become more like cool? No, if you have too many, then allegedly you're going to be controlled by harmony but they found a way around that by using trillium the outer god metal yay oh Oh, dude that sounds badass no it's not fletcher that drives you insane sweet dude i could become insane you already are (laughs) (laughs) don't let your dreams be dreams but while marisi is holding like 15 guys in a slow bubble she sees from outside the time bubble a super fast figure in a mask zip up drop a letter and then zip away which becomes very questionable later on because you kind of wonder how this person even knew Marisi was down there. We'll get back to that in a second. More importantly, we have politics to discuss, as Aww. George Lucas showed us with episode one. So the vote passes and the Ellendil Supremacy Bill goes into effect despite Wax's wishes. By popular demand. So this is a new empire. Would you say it'll be the final empire? Well, Wax says, oh, I'm so grumpy. Time to take my son. He wants a ride home while I fly through the air. And uh, we find out that his coachman, Hoyd, is going to just take Steris back. Yeah, Connor, it's that Hoyd, the world jumper. I'm just going to spoil this now. World jumpers blast their way on scene in this book and unfortunately stick around until the end. He's just one. We got a lot more coming. (laughs) But while Wax is jumping around... There's a flying battle cruiser over the city. <gasps> Sweet. And a mean old guy named Admiral Dahl who's like, you guys took the bands of mourning. We wanted the super weapon. It's our uh, holy relic. Birthright? I mean, that flying cruiser is pretty good. Why don't you use that? I want more weapons. Mm-hmm. So Also, you guys are weak. We should have firebombed you all when we had the chance. Question, not, not right? very weak. Does Maxillium have sweet powers? No, he doesn't. Not, not that I know. Because he's a five-year-old. Why is he normal? Why is Finally, (laughs) take that supremacy. All I'm saying is that they are physically better. But no, Connor, Captain Reddy became Constable General Reddy, and he's much friendlier now. He's like, hey, Marisi, what's up? Best agent I got. Awesome. I love to see you at work. And uh, by the way, a couple of people, they're looking for Wayne. I think saying something about money. And then she's like, oh, yeah, and uh, we're going to go because we captured these people who are smuggling weapons to the outer city, and we're going to impersonate them. Don't worry. I got a couple of gods, shape-shifting angels to assist me. We're going to eat their bones. And then we're going to show up. Yeah, we're going to show up and then we're going to pretend to be them and get information on this. Cool. You just have disguises. Well, Wayne will be in a disguise. You can all use disguises. In fact, he's in one right now. He's pretending to be a lunch lady and he steals part of Marisi's sandwich as she walks by and says, don't worry, I'll deal with those taxmen. But what does he trade it for? A kind joke and a pleasant word. Mm. Do the bones taste good? They do, actually, Fletcher. They taste delicious. Conjurer carnivores. Next question. None. Excellent. Do they have marrow? No. <laughs> All bones have marrow. Well, I mean, how long does the marrow stay in there? They though? show up at Wax's mansion, which is now like their testing site. They have a whole lab there. And they also have Marcy's boyfriend. Remember Alec, the masked dude? No. Which cool. one was he? He was the one that was helping them out at the end. Uh, he said like, oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, that was the dude from like the fucking like that had that couldn't be in like cool. 
hot or you have no idea do not even pretend do not even pretend like you have an idea of who alec is the foreigner yeah the foreigner don't worry he's not important because he's just running around making hot chocolate and baked goods for them living in their mansion yeah that's what you're cheering for dude that sounds like a pretty sweet life you just get to drink hot cocoa and bake goods everyone's there the whole crew milan shows up as a dog wax and steris are in their matching welder goggles playing with the dangerously unstable metals in the basement and then Wayne shows up pouting because he had to stomp through sewage all day and his girlfriend's broken up with him. So he goes off on his Wayne venture. You are a superhuman. Just find a way through it. So last book, he uh, made fun of someone for their choice and sexual preference. What's he going to do in this book, guys? Um, He's going to make fun of poor people. Ooh. Nothing constructive to the plot, I can tell you that. Marisy unfortunately shows up and sees Steris and Wax who are trying a different experiment. They're currently in the process of splitting harmonium, Fletcher, back into its core uh, elements. Uh, Which one's uh, harmonium? It's the body of harmony, uh, the god. But I thought he was like a god or something. Yeah, so it's like the physical representation of his power. It's basically pure magic. Uh, and it's made up of two other metals, or, or shards, which were preservation and ruin, atium and lurassium. Well, the goal now is to split it back into its core components. Connor, oh. pop quiz, hot shot. What happens when you split a highly invested magical object? So you see, you have all this energy inside, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not inside no more. Yeah, you can like eat it or something. Right? No, no, no. So as they take no. the harmonium and then they take the trellium spike that Marisy dug out of the badass captain, she says, well, maybe we can do some experiments with this other god metal from off world. Oh, <laughs> let's put them next to each other. And then we have Wayne who's sitting in a cowboy themed diner. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why what, is not? He, what does he order? Uh, nothing. He sits down, starts crying, uh, and then he has like he has like his edge lord phase, his funniest joke yet. So wait, let me get this right. He just walks into like this bar, sits down, and starts whining. It's not a bar. It's like a literally a themed restaurant. And then Renette, the gunsmith, is there with her girlfriend Jaxie, and they're like, and the girlfriend's like, "Oh, Wayne, what's wrong?" And then Renette's like, "Nothing. He's just being dramatic." And he's like, "I'm dying. No one understands what it's like to be broken up with." And in turn. We get everyone sees I changed my clothes, but no one ever wonders what I'm hiding from yourself. You're right. I don't wonder. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's moping and then he steps outside and the two bankers from earlier are there and they say, sir, I'm so glad I found you. You have simply too much money. You must diversify quickly to the bank. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, is not, that is not how I expected Wait, that scene to go at this, all. Is this the Wayne story where he like invests in Bitcoin? And then they take Wayne and sweep him away as he's like, no one understands my pain. Except the pain my of bankers. Wayne. <laughs> so let me get this straight. He has superpowers, a lot of money, the ability to change himself at will. And yeah, but no girlfriend, hard. Fletcher. Why and want a girlfriend? then Wax, well, also Wax got left a note. He opens up, it says, make an earring when the other one shows up. And then like he sees Marisy with a trellium spike. He's like, well, I guess I better make an earring out of this strange god metal and put it inside my body, possibly opening up my body to outside control. But Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he going to get fucking taken over by like ruin or some shit evil wax but first vindel shows back up the annoying stuffy conjurer who just kept asking everyone if you could have their bones and he's like ah yes number one i hate chocolate chip cookies number two (laughs) this is how magic works uh you can store an object and when you crack it it goes kaboom 
just so that everyone's on the same page. Doing this is a very bad idea. And Wax is like, I'm going to split harmonium because I can use trillium to repel the two pieces after I superheat it. Could, so he heats it up, starts stretching it out. Could we have had anyone else deliver this message? Wait, does it stretch out like a piece of like Laffy Taffy? It does. And they drop the god metal trillium between the two halves, which will force it apart. And uh, fortunately, they're in a different room and then their basement just entirely explodes. They find like the steel safe door they had this test in lodged through like three walls and as they walk down they're like man it's a good thing we only used an ounce huh ignoring that part wayne's back in the fun man's office and it's become known that he's like the fifth richest man in the world after a series of shrewd investments you see connor he first invested in housing for the poor which then became subsidized by the government then he invested in a new electricity startup which is now in every home in this in the basin and he's like Edison. oh they're like sir you have to think what are you going to do he's like yes i do and then he puts on a banker's hat and channels a banker connor is he going to start making fun of poor people? No. Uh, first, he decides to create the first professional noseball league. And then his plan is to build stadiums and teams in every Hockton. And he goes into a full plan on how to create the first intramural sports league. <laughs> you want to know what his problem is as a banker? He never got the speech. <laughs> uh, then he's going to also buy shares in a car company and have the players drive the cars around. So he invents advertising here as well. As he walks out of the office, still sad, he's like, I guess I better go see what my friends are doing. And Wax is now uncovering the parts of his lab that aren't entirely just smoldering ashes. There's a bunch of other stuff they find, like the god metals that they used were reduced entirely to ash. And a secondary explosion goes off, fucking Wax up. He gets rocked a little. And Vendel's like, oh yeah, that's probably not good, huh? Well, I certainly hope that the set haven't figured out how to use that. Mm. Uh, thanks, plot man. Well, Marisy, she's like, well, still gotta go ahead with the sting. Let's go raid a bunch of crazy, devoted, evil god-worshipping cults. Cultist, huh? We couldn't have done that after. Spencer, did you just call them evil? Yeah, I did. Why are they evil, man? They're cool. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, know I should be more impartial. I'm gonna give you the details, Fletcher, and you tell me what you think of them, okay, buddy? Sure. Yeah, let's just run by Fletcher's greatest hits, shall we? We have Bloody Tan. We have Bleeder. We have. Uh, I assume Wax's evil uncle. You feeling him, Fletch? No, it was the other one, the chick that was like his, is it like cousin or something. Oh, she's running the. She's Sis. running the whole set. What are you talking about, Sister. Fletcher? Dude, she's. Awesome. Oh wait, that was his sister. That was and as they're cousin. driving into the new town, Bilming, Marcy's like, "Yes, we perhaps need an anti-metalborn unit. A group of constables specifically designed to kill alamancers." We're just now getting to that. I'm thinking we could call them something like guardians, maybe sentinels, perhaps. No. And instead of being no. men, they could be forty-foot-tall <laughs> robots that were in pink and purple armor. No, the pink and purple is non-negotiable. And instead of metalborn, we'll call them mutants. <laughs> But, like, how do they kill the mutants? By being giant robots. <laughs> it helps. So Wax and Steris, they're like, we're going to read newspapers and figure out what the set is planning. And they go through really? a bunch of newspapers. Really? They and just printed it? They just took out a, an <laughs> ad in the local paper? They read. Henchmen wanted? They read between the lines, and they discover that, in fact, yes, the set have clearly developed atomic magical weaponry. In the newspapers? <laughs> Wait, they're dropping fat mans and little boys now? No, in that, the newspaper? <laughs> Andre, maybe you just need to renew They your read between the lines. They say that there's a subway project they going on in the building. They own the editors 
and the journalists <laughs> that they could write a secret atomic message. Look, in the well, there, there's, there's allegedly subways that are being built and building, but nothing's been done in five years. So reasonably, they probably have underground caverns where they're conducting their Whoa. weapons testing. Whoa! <laughs> Gotta get that advertising in there, man. Man, they must live in a nice world if five years construction can't go by without some massive conspiracy. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't build a subway in five years. Must have nukes. Wax up. Goes ahead and puts in his earring, and then Harmony shows up and says, oh, thank God, I can info dump. Great. Okay, so here's how it's going. Uh, uh, there's an evil god. Name's not Trail. Name's Autonomy. Uh, they want to take over Scadrill, and originally uh, we're, she's going to destroy it, but Telson convinced her to just conquer it instead. She needs an avatar on this plane. Telson, she's in building right now, leading the set, and uh, they've temporarily blinded me, so I can't help you at all. In fact, I'm losing most of my power right now, so I'm not going to be able to assist you in any way, basically, this entire book. Which sucks, because the evil god, she's staged for an invasion with an army of ultra-powerful alien men with advanced technology. And, uh, oh yeah, also, make that earring out of trellium. It'll connect you to your sister, and then you can read her mind or something. Anyway, bye. Wouldn't that be like a two-way thing, then? Wouldn't she be able to read his mind? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Anyway, uh, be careful. Bye. Also, use less made-up words. I can't. How, wait, why, but why are you losing power? And Wax says, well, nothing to do but go kill my sister, I guess. So he gets his aluminum super gun, 16 vials of metal, one I, one I Captain should... Red with a, that says basically do not use only in case of emergency in a mysterious bag that he says, yes, this weapon was never meant for a lawman. It's too dangerous. Well, I'll take it anyway. I just want you to know that he waited on his sister being a threat for six years, saw the atomic bomb thing, and then God says you should do it. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, you gotta let her build up, man. You can't just take her down from square one. Listen, Mazda. It's not you, fair. Dude, Ma- what? <laughs> this is a daring retelling of the, what was it, Abraham and Isaac? I just, she was a threat six years ago. Why did we wait six years? I was being a father. I can only be one thing at a time. Or can I? Perhaps a alloy of a man. Oh my god. Well, so, in Bilming, Marisi's in the back as her squad of police cars drive in, and she notices that uh, her driver's been replaced by a weird Asian lady. And I forgot to mention, whoa. Asians Yeah, Asians, <laughs> Asians don't exist on this planet apparently, oh. um, which is why it's noticeable. Aww. Yeah, and then she's like, hey, anyway, my what name... What did Sanderson mean by this? <laughs> Truly paradise lost. <laughs> my name is Moonlight. Anyway, I'm a world hopper. Yeah, so we jump from world to world. Your world's under the fa- force of a Autonomy right now, uh, the god of creativity and individualism, and she wants to destroy all the other gods. Dude, oh. I'd back her. That sounds base. Ooh, such evil domains as individualism <laughs> and creativity. Well, you see, uh, she's like basically a super libertarian god. So if you're winning, she gives you all sorts of boons and goes quite generous. And the minute you start to lose, she cuts her losses and leaves you in a terrible position where you'll die in the most excruciating way possible with your soul torn to pieces in the great beyond. Well, a luckily- god of creativity. <laughs> Wait, Luckily, what? that's not going to happen to Telson, right? <laughs> nope, no sorry. This god is here, and as soon as she takes over Scadrill, Telson's going to be the Avatar and live forever. Mm. And uh, anyway, she's like, oh yeah, and uh, in case you've read Brandon Sanderson's other books, this is specifically not odium. Anyway, autonomy can be cruel or generous, yada, yada, yada. And there's multiple factions from outside this world. In fact, we're looking at one right now, and she glances over, and Hoyt is driving right next to her in another car with Wayne in the back, and they just like nod at each other and drive off. <laughs> Stop getting in cabs. They're reading the appendices at us. Truly, Tolkien's greatest failure was putting the best parts of his story at the end. 
<laughs> Hoyd in Hoyd's car. Wayne has gone ahead and stolen Hoyd's harmonica. The ultra powerful world jumper, hundreds of years old, and Wayne is juggling it up and down. He's like, don't worry, I replaced it with a rat. It's a good thing. I was going to ask what he replaced it with. <laughs> and then he's bullying Hoyd. It's like, you know, you're not as lame as everyone says, Hoyd. I don't mind you too much. Just make sure to give me back the tail when you're done. So wait, oh he's, he's making fun of a guy who jumps between worlds? Yes, he is. That's Wayne. <laughs> oh, but he's sad inside. Perhaps yeah, the world will never know the pain of Wayne. He struggles against his inability to make the world a worse place somehow with his money. So they go they go to raid the evil set warehouse, and the constables all get together. And they're like, Wait, oh. is the warehouse evil? Yes, it is. Uh, does it have a big scary face? It's made of evil metal or something. Question, how does Telson get more people? I've, this has been really... Uh... She tells people they're going to live forever. Cool, dude, I join. I mean, these people are so <laughs> oppressed, you could literally tell them anything, and they'll join your crew. Crusade. Let's just, oh yeah, is the other side really evil? Let's just take a look. Oh, Ellen okay. Dill Supremacy <laughs> Act. <laughs> well, I can, I see where you might get some converts. So Marisee, she's like, okay, raid them boys, and they all hop out, and then a separate group of constables storm in, and it's the local ones that Marisee just didn't inform, I guess, of the secret raid, and then they're like fighting each other, and so the evil head honcho dude looks up, and he just goes full Magneto. In a massive blast, he starts flipping cars around with his mind, and levitating into the air. Uh, bullets are flying around him. He's just deflecting them, killing people left and right. And she's like, oh no, he's killing people to make us look bad. This is going to cause friction between our groups. Wait, what? I, don't, I don't think he really needed to do that. <laughs> no, he's looking to create division between the cities. It's all a master ploy. He, they own all the cities. What did they just say? Whatever goes. And then Marisi sees some of the people die, and she's like, oh no, pull back. We're not prepared for this. We're not soldiers. We're policemen. Run away. <laughs> Sanderson channeling the spirit of a true police officer. <laughs> so they set up a quarantine, and the evil, I'm just going to spoil it now. This is the evil version of Wax, because he's dressed like Wax and floating around, flipping cars on top of people laughing. Is this future Maxillium? No, it's not. There's no time travel here, Fletcher. Yeah, you're trying for the Kang angle there. <laughs> so Vendel, because she brought her Condra spies with her, he's like, oh, I simply can't. I abhor violence. I'm not any good at it. So Marisi like kicks him <laughs> out of cover to make him go get her a gun. And he's like, oh, look at me. I'm going to become a traitor. I'm going to tell the constables everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they just shoot him full of holes, which doesn't hurt him because he can just regrow flesh and he's just walking around taking <laughs> bullets. <laughs> Man, imagine being a constable on that day. The const so the constables are pinned down because it gets worse. We have the guy flinging trucks around with his mind, the immortal semi-traitor bandit who's being way too proper, and then a female copy of Wayne pops up next to them while they're in a speed bubble and says, well, what are you hiding back here for then? In his accent, pulls out a club, and then starts dueling Wayne in a super fast club duel. What? So is like, what is even happening? <laughs> and then the bad guys pull out a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. What's it called? It's just a machine gun. Go back to politics. Is it like an M60? Marisi says, you can't have that. That's illegal. You can't smuggle those outside of Elendil. <laughs> Only we get guns. 
So, Wax finally shows up, reverses all the bullets, shoots the machine gunner through a visor. He just, like, floats down and says, huh, I was waiting for the gunfire to tell me where all of you were. He makes this... <laughs> People died, dude. <laughs> I, love... I just want to imagine he landed, like, next to the two constables that got their brains blown out, and he's like, ha, it sure feels good to have magic powers. <laughs> dude, it feels good to be retired. So, Wayne is dueling Gertruda, and... He puts her in a wrestling hold, and she's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Then I'll wear your hat and bear your scent. Ooh. Yeah, then then she starts stealing his accent, which pisses him off. He's like, could you say mine again? I think I got it almost right that time. It is just <laughs> two versions of Wayne beating the shit out of each other. And she also can heal ridiculous amounts of damage. Nice. Wax shows up, and he fights his evil version. And they're flying through the city. And this guy's got like 17 extra powers because he's just spiked to shit. So he flies. Flies up hundreds of miles and like sucks all the magic out of Wax with his leeching ability and then just like drops him. Wax is falling, barely manages to stop himself from going pancake in front of an old timey ribbon cutting ceremony. So the photographer there takes a picture of him as he lands and the evil guy gets away. And then Hoyd shows back up and says, a ride, sir, your carriage. Oh my God. Fuck off. (laughs) Did you know I'm an advanced world hopper with magics that could have very easily saved lives here? I specifically specifically ordered a silent ride. Yeah, but how funny was it that he let them die? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Fletcher, I'm looking at through your mail here. I noticed you got a lot of letters from this person called The Set. Would you care to explain? All right, all right, all right. So, like, one time I went to this rave, right, that was, like, in an underground subway. Okay, in an underground (laughs) subway. In a Wild West rave. And then they were telling me about this, like, nuclear weapon, and I'm like, They're telling you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I was reading the paper. (laughs) And I'm like, sounds badass, and I joined. Hey, man. Maybe that's where she gets all her people from. It's Nuclear Fletcher's. It's just Fletcher's. <laughs> and by joined, I mean I subscribe to their newspaper. So they all end up at the Bilming Police Precinct, and the captain, Blantac, is just like, well, why didn't you tell us you were doing a raid? We could have just worked with you. And she's like, uh, I don't have to, because Elendil <laughs> has passed a law saying that we can oh. go anywhere we want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, extrajudicial authority. And then Gave and Trone, the evil mayor of Bilming, shows up who in the last book just showed up at a party to call Steris an ugly rat. And he's back now, apparently the head of the outer city movement, and just says, Ha ha, now, don't you see, Wax, you've played right into my hands. I can make you look bad here. You can't possibly walk out of here without breaking our laws, which makes you a hypocrite. The biggest sin imaginable when the world is on the line. Yeah, but what if I just, like, killed you? And also, uh... Well, Connor, it's interesting you bring that up because they turn around and in the police precinct, death is there. Ooh. Ooh. Does he have another book? So he's there. He's dressed in his black robe with his spikes through his eyes and just says, Gave and Throne, you worm. And he's like, uh, I'm actually an atheist, so I don't believe in you. <laughs> oh. oh, so they see him too? He, yeah, everyone sees him, Connor. He's a physical being. I, well, thought it was, I thought it was something like only Wax could see. No, no, he's he's physically there. Yeah, in the but room. like Death can't see him because he like has spikes through his that eyes. That actually means he has daredevil vision, Fletcher. Yeah, but he can't see them. Yeah, so, can if, just, so if like, I don't move, he them. can't see me. No, they pull, someone pulls a gun on Death, and then he telekinetically pulls it into his hand and turns the gun inside out, and he's just saying... Okay, so I'm going to take them into the next room, and you're not going to interrupt me for the next 10 minutes. And Man. they let him? Yeah, they do, Fletcher. <laughs> the <laughs> local police lets death skate on by. <laughs> Cowards. Well, I mean, like, it's like 
where does it stop? First, you let death come on, go. guys. He can't stop all of us. <laughs> I mean, Spencer's. I mean, Connor's strategy worked one time. Why can't it work a second? This man just ripped apart a gun with his mind, Fletcher. Yeah, lucky for us, I'm not made of the same thing <laughs> guns are. Yeah, I'm not made of metal. I have flesh, dumbass. So they walk into the next room, and Death like collapses in a chair, and as he's breathing, his skin is aging and de-aging with every breath. He's like, "Yes, I'm running out of atium. I'm dying." Unless, did you manage to split harmonium? That'd give me atium. Did you do it? Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, um, what if I said no? Then I'm going to die. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are bad. Well, he's like, anyway, uh, Harmony sent me to help you. By the way, you should totally look into this guy named Tobal Copper. And also, I can get you out of here, but they're going to send another police officer to watch you. Anyway, bye. And then he leaves. So that's how they get out of the prison, because they were just going to go to jail. So wait, how does he leave? Does he just walk through a door? Yes, he just leaves. Or does he, like, teleport? No, he he, he doesn't have that ability, Fletcher. He just, I assume he just walked into the police station, and no one said anything, because he's a figure of untold misfortune and death in their whole society. Yeah, that's just lame. Doesn't it seem kind of like, you know, uh, like an OSHA violation if you just let someone walk in wait what osha <laughs> i think like... i think you might be thinking of policy well after no. after he leaves gave and trone later is like i knew it it must have been a trick i don't believe in harmony i believe in industriousness and the <laughs> indomitability of the human spirits mm. that's why we we're... have already experienced angels with spikes in their eyes oh, dude. Yeah. no well uh the conjurer actually reveals himself to him and he's like you're stupid and i don't believe in you i'm not a pathian dude this guy's awesome is he? Yeah, wow. dude, he just, like, doesn't... His power of, like, not believing lets him live. So their police escort shows up, and it's fucking moonlight. She's back, and she's going ahead, and she's saying, Anyway, Marcy, we're thinking about having you join us, but you can't tell Wax and Wayne anything. They're not cool. Uh. And then Marcy's like, well, what if I tell them anyway? She says, well, I guess I won't give you all the information that you need to stop Trell, now will I? Hmm. What okay. if I tell them after? Uh, You won't, because you're going to join our crew, and we're called the Ghost Bloods. Ooh. Sounds kind of evil. Sounds no, kinda... no, it just sounds evil. Anyway, do, do anyway, ghosts have blood? Uh, anyway, ectoplasm. Yeah, they do actually. Oh, and uh, yeah, when Death showed up, he also explained that my brother Kelsier, who died in the first book like 500 years ago, well, he's back as a cognitive shadow, and that's all I'm going to give you for right now. Anyway, that is lame. That's lame. Yeah, he's the Jesus figure in their book. Uh, so I guess Jesus is back, and we're just not going to talk about that. He's real. I was a little mad actually. I'm <laughs> so, not going to lie. Somebody get what was it? Krell the Doubter. So like, Fuck, does that bullshit. mean that he can like? turn water into wine no he turns final empires into smoking rubble and we go ahead and they're like don't worry moonlight i understand you're probably not a bumbling cop because i can use my psychological profiling skills and determine that you're actually some kind of i don't know secret agent and then wayne says don't worry though because maris sees the brains and waxes the instinct and me i'm the comic relief i bring a bit of whimsy <laughs> could you could pull your weight he's you be have powers he's becoming self-aware madre we have to stop him well they go to invest this dude Tobal Copper's house and then they uh, have Wayne go ahead and put on his hat and he's like yep I can perfectly recreate the psychological profile of this man based and, on his name uh based on his apartment Madre and then oh. he goes ahead and says <laughs> yeah anyway uh he actually did discover all sorts of evidence for their weapons building he wasn't a tire physician or chemist or whatever he uh, actually was a secret weapons contractor who was working in the secret mines beneath the city which I profiled all, all based on how much he pays in rent and, dude or like do you think he 
you had like Mountain Dew just chilling I mean, around or I something? I mean, everybody who's lived in that apartment has been a weapons dealer secretly anyway. Sure. It's a very common thing to do. And well, also he's probably dead by this point, but he left he left by his apartment. Yeah, we, we found blood and bullets and stuff. And uh he probably sent all of his evidence to the newspapers. This one in particular. Why not just give him post cognition? Why <laughs> try and convince me that he looked at his apartment and saw all this? Madre just hates the paper. Well, they find a piece of paper with a partial address that matches Wayne's idea correctly. And they go there, and wouldn't you know it, he was entirely correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfortunately, Fletcher, this is a very sad part, because we find out that the weapons that are being developed, they're already done. Does that mean that they can, like, bomb? And hundreds of millions of people will die, or yeah, however many there are. I don't know. That's <laughs> cool and all, but... Yeah, but it's not the voting populace, right? Like, can in they... In the superior city? Can they no, bomb it is Ellendale now? Yes, that's the game plan. They're going to yes. blow up Ellendale. And they also invented rocketry, because they go and they find the newspaper now, why not? lady. why While you're here. <laughs> they find the newspaper lady, and she's like, oh, yeah, that guy? Don't worry, he's, he brought me all sorts of smuggled evidence, and here's rockets. Wow, remember when radio was a big thing, like, six years ago? It's crazy, and now we're rockets. Uh-huh. We, we invented them in the underground caverns. <laughs> Perfect rocket testing ground. So they go there, Fletcher, and then back to politics. Steris says, don't you understand? There is a bomb that's going to destroy the city <laughs> I mean, that's aimed at us. My husband is investigating it right now. We tested the materials earlier. We know this is capable. And everyone's like, well, I simply don't believe her. She's far too annoying. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, they're on ironclad. <laughs> what if I... I forcibly call a special counsel. Okay, you're not invited. Lol. (laughs) Not that special. Wait, not that special. And then the evil admiral dude who showed up earlier and threatened to firebomb the city is like, Uh, governor, if you let me join, I'll give you a ride on my airship. And he says, sure, why not? That sounds cool. Sweet. Oh. Fletcher's in charge. We, <laughs> but like, how, how how fast can the airship go, sir? Sir, you don't understand. There's a bomb that's going to kill us all. We faster, faster. Like, do you think it can go like 13 knots? I'm too full of whimsy to care about bombs right now. Ask me again after lunch. Oh, dude, but you could see the bombs go off. You could probably feel it too, Fletcher. <laughs> That would be, like, awesome. You could, like, see the little mushroom clouds. Little, little mushroom <laughs> clouds. You're very optimistic about your chances on that. Well, as they're looking at the giant depictions of these rockets that are going to blast Ellendale to pieces, uh, Telson shows up at the door, and she's like, you don't understand. You're all going to die. You have two days. Wax, take your family and leave the city of Ellendale. I'm asking you this as a favor, even though you never respected my vision. I can see so far in the future. I've been blessed with untold powers and immortality. I'll be the god of this new world. Well, why don't you tell me about them? You have the gloves of dawn or something? <laughs> what? The gloves of dawn? <laughs> he, I, he's thinking of the bands of mourning. <laughs> so... As she's giving her big speech, they just, like, tie her up, and they're like, well, we could just kill her now. She's like, actually, you can't. Because of my vision, I've been blessed with power to never die unless you... What if I just brutally maim you? I've also found the ability to store pain so I can't be tortured. You know, I bet we can reach the limit on that. Wrap you in chains, (laughs) throw you to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) How much metal... How much of that can you store? Uh, infinite. Because the trillium spike or something. Seriously, you guys have two days. I'm being nice here. I'm giving you the chance to leave. Wax, you are an annoying child. You disgust me, actually. But as the better sibling, I'm going to give you a chance to walk away. Where's the flashback of her giving her uncle the speech? <laughs> you see, gods are meant to rule over peasants. <laughs> hmm. 
I suppose you make a good point, Tellison. <laughs> they have a rooftop chat, and while she's giving her big speech, Wax is just like, she's trying to distract me. And she's like, don't you see, Wax? Harmony's agents killed our parents. And nope. He's, he's just not even caring. He's like, "What? I'm just not even... He dips out while she's giving her big speech, and he's just like, if she was like worried... So she's worried about something, probably because all of Autonomy's agents work against each other, all vying for top dog supremacy, since only the top dog right. gets power. God yeah. of individualism. <laughs> so Gave and Trone is like planning against Tellison even though they're both in the set. So if Telson's plan to nuke Elendil doesn't go through, he'll become in charge. He's like, well, I'm just going to go loot his office then and find, see what I can find later. And she's like still staring off into the distance talking about how smart she is and waxillium. You were always such a moralist. Even as a child, I tried to show you the delightful fruits of being evil and you never accepted Do them. Do you think that Telson was around that time when like Wax killed that kid? Yeah, well, she left that night to sneak out to go to have drinks in the city. And she's like, you're such a nerd, Wax. It was such, and it was an evil meeting yeah actually you know she was actually hanging out with the serial killer come to think of it we probably should have <laughs> we probably should have seen the signs early on Dude, why couldn't we have done that those are my favorite characters yeah i know fletcher <laughs> that's the problem so while they're doing that marisy and moonlight sneak away and moonlight takes her back to the ghost blood hideout come on connor don't look like that this is where we get to meet all the cool ocs the edgy ones that uh show up on deviant art we got uh twin souls who can grow crystal out of his body and he's an old Old, smart guy and then we have code names are stupid who's this russian lady with a floating magic ball or something that is not a name no it's not i agree because code names are stupid uh-huh. anyway bye i suppose i should probably help you guys as you try to stop the destruction of this world but i've got things to do off screen is, please stay off screen. is she from fictional russia and then she and then uh, we find out all their dumb powers like moonlight is from a planet where she can stamp things and rewrite the reality around it or something. Uh, yeah, it seems what? Good. Yeah, so she, she so has, she's so she's papers, please. <laughs> she has the ability to create doorways out of nothing, or to restore things in their previous state, or a special stamp that she can use on herself. But we don't learn what that does quite yet. I'm guessing it like can rewrite herself or something. Oh wow, really, Fletcher? You cracked the like fucking she can, code. She can become like a god. I can't deal with this kid, Madre. <laughs> you're gonna have to take him out. Are these really third book characters? Fourth like, book. And back to the politics, the part we really care about. <laughs> Yeah. Steris I'm with it now. Steris sneaks into the meeting because she hires Reddy to hire her to be a consultant. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and then she sneaks in and they're all like, yes, we should launch a surprise attack on the outer cities and press our advantage. War is inevitable, so we need to dominate them before they can strike. Wow, you guys are really upfront about this. Steris, we believe in your theory about them having a bomb, and so we are going to use our police force as an army, forcibly conscript all of our Wait. citizens, <laughs> no. and send them to the front lines. Stop believing me. Okay. Well, then they get confirmation. The bomb, it exists. And they're like, well, nothing we can do now except dip out. And all the leaders of the city decide we're going to flee in the airship. We. <laughs> this is my dream. So, so I'm king rather... of the world. <laughs> so they're planning to escape. Is to go in the airship uh -huh. to escape the missiles well, and the it, rockets Well, they first they talk about using the bands of mourning. Like, well, if a rocket's coming, can't we just use the bands of mourning and super push it away? Yeah. And then Admiral Dahl is like, no, you promised you couldn't use that. That's against the rules. No one gets to use it. <laughs> but nobody specified nuclear weapons? You didn't specify. Hmm. But if you're willing to negotiate, oh my. perhaps <laughs> we'll let you use it if you give it to us after. 
Okay. Nope. We're all going to die in nuclear fire because he can't be right. No, dude, here's the thing. Right? You lie to him, and then you keep the man's morning and you kill him. Hmm. I guess Northerners have no honor. A very Fletcher no, idea. No, we don't have honor. We have the man's morning. Yeah. Uh, get, get stoked, losers. We got your artifact. <laughs> get bugged. Well, if you don't give it to us, it will be forcing our hand to declare war and okay. come and take it. We'll just kill you. Well, the, well, so they are half the world, Fletcher. <laughs> and so they, and <laughs> we're this half. <laughs> <laughs> they agree to give them the bands of mourning after they use them. They pick it up and they're like, "Oh, it's Im- completely drained, entirely useless. That's unfortunate." And so the guy's like, "Well, anyway, you got your chance to use it, so hand it over. Now it's ours." Uh, and they're like, mm, "It's a little weird. You had this whole speech prepared exactly for this scenario." Uh, Steris calls him out on it, and he's like, "Ah." Oh, I'm just really good at diplomacy. <laughs> so wait, does that mean it has like a USB cable to get like charged up or something? Yeah, you got to plug it into the, Alamance. So like the evil god guy from the first series like left it on 1% then chucked it out the window. <laughs> That's why he's the evil guy. Damn him. <laughs> what kind of sick bastard doesn't change the batteries? <laughs> oh, dude, do you think it's like harmonium or something that charges it up? No, it's not harmonium. That's only used for explosives and plot device magic, Fletcher. Is it trillium? No, it's not trillium Is either. It I, I actually don't know because they Is don't re- they don't resolve like why it's empty or who emptied it or Wait, what they're gonna do about it. And this, what? yeah, I assume that's gonna come back up in series three, maybe, but it, g- it goes unresolved. Uh, anyway, Steris is like, don't worry, I have a plan. In fact, I have seven. And she busts out the city evacuation manual that she wrote in her spare you time. Prepared for nuclear weapons. I prepare yes. for everything. You prepared to get launched to 1940 whatever. I was 40, afraid if oh. I hadn't. So they go ahead and start that Thanks process. Twice. Marisi cracks open the safes and uh oh yeah, also she like talks to Kelsier over a magic phone and she's super impressed and then they crack up some safes and they have uh, jars of pure investiture which is pure untainted magic that has no link to anything so you can just use it to power anything I thought they didn't have that in this world no they do now they brought it from off world because these are all world hoppers Uh. are there jars (laughs) of like pure peanut butter there are jars of pure peanut butter, Fletcher. <laughs> Unfortunately, in this universe, peanut butter is always mixed with bananas. So I like uh, peanut butter and bananas. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, you don't. In well, this universe, he does. <laughs> I just want to. Connor just, gets barren. I just wanted to know because you could like use the like jars of like pure magic to make like jars of pure peanut butter. Oh, right? so you, you, have, you have jars of the pure power of creation, which you can only get from a dead god. Yeah, I but this is peanut butter, Spencer. <laughs> you could even put chocolate in it. Then you got. Chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah, you got like Reese's pieces. I would just like to say I think you're definitely interpreting my advanced magic system the way it was intended. Fletcher. I'm <laughs> glad that you put forward this theory. Thanks. Spencer, no, don't give up. <laughs> no, therapy was working. This is this is this is giving me a whole series of ideas on peanut butter based <laughs> magics and of course the opposite jelly push and pull of a proper sandwich. He's the bread, the, bind, the binding agent. Yeah, but which one's the top and which one's the bottom of the sandwich? You've driven me to madness. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so they all they're like, okay, well, hey, twin souls, do your mental math. And he's like, oh, of course, the set's hidden base is here. What? I figured it out with newspapers and math. <laughs> with the damn newspapers. <laughs> Dude, what does the set do on a Sunday? Do they have a special Sunday gazette for this shit? 
the, this subscription the is worth word. The nuclear herald is at it again. <laughs> hey, check out the funky winker bean. He's, <laughs> the secret meeting is at eight. Also, is that Heathcliff and he's giving me the Illuminati hand sign? <laughs> Archie told us where the missiles are. <laughs> so, Wax and Wayne are in Gave and Trone's manor, and he has a big calendar on his desk with the words, they arrive, and then absolutely nothing afterwards. That's a ploy. That could be He's anything. not very good at making plans. <laughs> well, outside, Wayne is distracting the guards by setting fire to the governor's mansion. <laughs> Wacky. <laughs> and then they find a secret tunnel and decide to escape through it. As they go down the tunnel, they are having a dumb discussion, and Wax actually has a flashback to the gallery, Fletcher. Yes! And then he's over it, because he's past <laughs> that part of his life. Yeah, he grew, Fletcher. Maybe you could try it sometime. I don't want him to grow, though. And on the opposite <laughs> side of the tunnel, there's evil Wax and evil Wayne. Gertruda and Dumod. Which one's Dumod? The tall wax copy. Yeah, I wanted him to be Gertruda. So they have their dumb fight, and then Wax gets thrown around because they're both using time bubbles, and they double-team Wayne. He's like, and they're shooting him full of coins, and he's just laughing like, ha ha, you can't kill me. I'm already dead. No one understands my pain. This, this is just killing time. As he's like walking through a hail of shotgun-fired coins. Wayne. <laughs> Aha! And then he freaks him out. And while he's doing that, Wax sneaks up behind him and shoots Gertruda in the head with an exploding 55 caliber round. Whoa! <laughs> blows her head open, and then he shoots Dumab through the chest. And I imagine it's like that scene from Kung Pao where there's a clean hole drilled right <laughs> through. Unfortunately, he's burning pewter, so he's like, Grah! That kind of hurt. And he grabs Gertruda and he jets up through the ceiling. Okay. Yep. And they're like, man, that was weird. What was the ceiling made out of? So Gertruda's just like, I thought I was the evil one. <laughs> why why is he evil. edgy? <laughs> I didn't... My pain is greater than yours. <laughs> what the My fuck, pain man? is far greater than yours, Connor. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me on the on the Nar the timely Naruto reference. <laughs> I have finished Shippuden twice. Twice? <laughs> Twice. Hey, Fletcher, you're gonna do, me, do me a quick favor. So, uh, all right. Now, imagine you're a ninja, all right? Okay. Let's say you're some kind of magical ninja from a universe where, you know, like, hypothetically, uh, let's say it's, it's like stamps, Connor. Yeah, say there are stamps, okay? And that these magic stamps, like ninja powers, have the ability to rewrite reality. So uh, when someone says, hey, could you make a door here? And your answer is, sorry, my ninja magic isn't that powerful. What's your response going to be? I kill my best friend from uh, like when I was in preschool so I can become more powerful. Oh, that's your first go-to. Okay. <laughs> Interesting technique, Fletcher. Uh, you can't make a door. No, they have to go. So they have to go to the opposite side of the building, and then they make a door. And this was definitely there's more power on the other side of the building. It's the th it's thinner there. Well, you there are very there are very specific rules. <laughs> it's called feng shui. I'm, re I'm rewriting the soul. Wait, so what? The there's building. less writing on the other there's side less, of the building. There's less soul. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Wait, yeah, soul right. S O L or soul S O U L? I'm gonna let you guess, Fletcher. Which side has less Kim? Shall we find out? So they go in and they find a bunch of evil set guards who are sticking metal spikes into people and ripping them back out. And they're like, oh my gosh, look, we ripped away 5% of his soul there. And I Ooh. briefly talked to God. Without even killing him. And then uh, Gavai and Trone is like, well, can I do anything with that? Well, we, okay, so we get 30 more people. 
We rip out 5% of all their souls. Connor, quick math, that's like 80% of the soul energy. We use that, then we just need to find a way to make it give people powers, because we know it has soul energy. <laughs> we just <laughs> we gotta... don't know what it does, but we can rip out small parts of people's souls. Isn't that cool? Well, we, even, we can make an unlimited supply of allomancers <laughs> with the hemallergic spikes. And he's like, well, can you do it today? Because guess what's happening today? There's the whole invasion of the men of gold, the advanced alien technologies outside of reality. Anyway, once Telson's plans fails, which I'm sure it will, I'm going to have to lead the invasion and take over the world and rule the ruin, which isn't what I originally wanted. But hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Tomato, tomato, break, an, break a few omelets, make a few eggs, whatever it takes. With respect, sir, we went from radios <laughs> to rockets in six years. I like to think we're making pretty good progress. Hmm. We got a nuclear weapon back there. But you didn't make the deadline, did you? Madre, do you see these, these quarterly figures? The numbers are down. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at... Sorry, Sol isn't an efficient energy. You want a nuclear mission? We could probably get that in, like, I don't know, a month. Isn't it a little sad how Madre is going to shill for the harmonium industry after good, clean Sol power, which we know is easily recyclable, has been proven to be easily harvested from lesser creatures? There's nothing burns more cleanly than a Sol. So is there, like, a bell curve for how much Sol you have? There is, Fletcher. You know, weirdly enough, it's tied to your intelligence. How much Sol do you think you got? Like, at least two. I, you know, I concur with that. <laughs> no, two souls. They stick the needle and they're like, nothing's coming out. <laughs> I got like two souls. One he's for all each tapped. Of my, one for each of my personalities. No, twin souls has two souls because he's bound with an aether, an immortal being of 12 primordial powers from a different cosmos that may preempt all of the shards. It's very unclear, but I, it can grow crystal with it. That's cool, but does he have alamancy? That's it? Yeah. You, I can make simple tools and also three-dimensional shapes. You predate creation and... You use it to make simple tools. You they can't leave. They can't leave my body though, or else they'll disintegrate in this air. And it takes water for my body to use. You got a built-in CAD. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Can you like use it to make like a hammer? I am arm? part of the Ghost Bloods, an interdimensional group of bounty hunters. All the powers of primordial creation for a 3D printer. Hey, it's cool. My God says it's cool. <laughs> hey, Madre, you laugh, but filament costs a lot. All you have to use is your water. Oh yeah, and uh, Maricy's group also discovers that the set have invented movies because they. <laughs> Why? Why did we waste time on this? <laughs> Who is working on this? Well, it's for propaganda purposes. First, Madre. Madre Propag- you own the world already. Sweet. Because they had found a picture of a destroyed Elendil, and they're like, "Man, that's weird." Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that someone was screaming about the Ash Mounts returning. Well, it's all actually part of a setup for their movie set, which was a miniature creation of Elendil that they filmed and then blew up to the big screen. And they're like, "Man, that's so weird that movies exist." Moving on. So wait, their entire purpose for creating movies was the same purpose as like Birth of a Nation? Fletcher, you have no idea what these movies are going to be used for in about five pages. First, we have to make sure that Wax and Wayne are okay. And they chase down a truck, it's empty. They find some booze though, and they're having a heart-to-heart drinking. They're like, man, wait, I, have, I have no idea where this weapon could be. Hold on. Totally wait. lost. <laughs> uh, hey, so Telson said we had two days, right? Yep, totally means we have one day, if not less. Anyway, you're doing just fine, Wayne. You should definitely forgive yourself and quit being such a mopey edgelord. Although, to be fair, how often do they interact for being best friends? Basically once a book and then never more. Okay. That's how bros do it. True guy friend there. So, Marcy, she's sneaking around and she finds a bunch of scientists. She has twin souls take him out and then he cracks open the jar of pure magic and grows into a 12-foot tall crystalline juggernaut with a massive mace and unbearable super strength. Storms down the hall, crushes a bunch of guards on his way out and then the bunch of guards that don't get crushed start chasing 
Marisi and Moonlight. They run, they find a whole underground city behind a pane of one-way glass that has artificial trees and plants, picket fences. Uh, it's all the people they kidnapped from the first book that have been living in the darkness of the mines for seven years. And Marisi's like, man, I got to get away from these guards. Moonlight, what's that stamp do? She's like, oh, nothing too important, but I think it'll help you get away. Moonlight stamps herself, turns into a glowing elf god that has uh, the ability to reshape magic and teleport, cracks open the door for Marisi. Oh, but the downside is she loses her identity because okay. she rewrites her own soul. And then not a whole lot of writing in this room. <laughs> Don't light on soul, is it? <laughs> well, would you believe that we were going to top off the soul at the last place, Madre? But someone, I'm not saying who, wanted magical nuclear energy instead. So we replaced all the soul pumps. In now it's shoddy it's, soul foundation. How do you hold souls? You got to have a piece of metal in this universe. Yeah, but what do souls look like? Hmm. That's a good question, Fletcher. No, let me just pull up my soulogram here, and I'll take a picture of your soul, and then we can print it out. We'll uh, compare it to what we know souls look like, and then we can get a pretty good hey, idea. Hey, why does this picture look black? Huh, that's weird. And is that no? It's a hat. No, it, it's a gallery of some kind. <laughs> <Ooh>. Andre, <laughs> what's in the gallery? The most beautiful images one could possibly imagine. Oh, dude, it must be the things I could butter. show you. So, Marcy hops into the town. Oh, yeah. Also, they're being chased by a like twelve foot tall, giant mutant wolfhound made of soul metal, bound together with unholy magics. Sure, but it doesn't come back up. Um, <laughs> so they don't <laughs> defeat it. No, they just kind of run away. And then Marcy's like, "No, running. don't you understand? You're all being held prisoner. Like the, the upside world. It's been destroyed by the Ash Mounts. We've seen." pictures the viewing room and of course you're being the, truman showed i'm being what well they haven't released that one yet uh is that wait oh you're talking about that old movie from the 90s <laughs> stop you can stay here <laughs> don't worry the set invented that last year dude that was like 30 years ago yeah man. The, the set invented the 90s off screen <laughs> you didn't even see our sweet pogs <laughs> I'm going to do a nasty kickflip now. I'm dying. <laughs> Don't worry. You can go to Tony Hawk Memorial Hospital. <laughs> I want to live down here. Are Tech Tech still a thing? <laughs> it's totally tubular, dude. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so the people there, they go ahead and they decide, yep, she's probably telling the truth. She's a constable. She's got the paperwork. <laughs> Let's Damn it. riot. Well, our movies told them to trust cops. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a good idea <laughs> at the time. We don't have any cops. How is that a good idea? Gave and Trone <laughs> is sitting in his underground mansion in the town, which he pretends to be the mayor of, and is uh, stewing because he has a big portal open that's going to allow the unholy armies of the undead <laughs> to storm through. <laughs> he kind of bummed about it. <laughs> this isn't what I wanted. What a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Man, I can't believe this. First, we go ahead and invent the Taco Bell Supreme <laughs> menu, and then this happens. So, are Mondays in this universe actually, like, called Tuesdays? So, ignoring <laughs> Fletcher, they storm the governor's underground mansion. So, actually, he's losing two houses today, because his first got burned down up top, and now this one's being attacked by an army of uh, alamancers that Marcy has given her jar of super magic juice to. So, they oh. all supercharged powers, because they were specifically, rec like, recruiting Metalborn for the 
another breeding project, which actually may be a bad plan now that I think about it, because um, they're all turning against us. Super soldier projects always pan out. Look, I'm telling you, if I've told you once, I've told you a million times, I, Edward Laddery and Mr. Suit, have never had a bad idea. His first, first name is Edward? Yeah, it was Edward, actually. First, let me tell you about my high interest loans we gave out to no. everyone. Second, <laughs> I invented the Furby, which I think we can all agree was a massive success. <laughs> the god of creativity god. is literally sponsoring you, and this is the best you have? Finally, I think we should breed an army of uncontrollable, magical people that will resent us for keeping them in the dark for literal decades. That's not even an original. Lead with that. Yeah, ever hear uh, the Morlocks? I'm sorry, how much soul do you all have again? I have, like, a, a little bit. Mm, and you... <laughs> <laughs> like, emptying out his pockets. Mm, that just shows how weak you are. I've had my soul surgically removed years ago. I've never felt Aww. better. And it gave me abs. <laughs> Can I can I ask you a question, Mr. Uh, Telson? Is it? Oh, uh, it's Mr. Ladrian. Actually, <laughs> please. Telson's a chick. Telson is my boss. But go ahead. How do you remove your soul? Well, first you have to be very evil, and then you commit crimes against both God and man, and the most unholy rites imaginable, passed to us by an outside force that is definitely going to give us all immortality. Big deal. They did that in Harry Potter. Fletcher's getting there. Do you have him on like speed dial? So Wax puts together the pieces, and he's like, "My God." They have a rocket. They're going to launch it from the tallest point in the city. The Freedom Tower. We have to go there. Wait. Oh, thank God. There's just one. <laughs> thank you, Sanderson. And then Wax. <laughs> and then Wax goes ahead and pulls out that gun he had at the very beginning, which he just calls the Big Gun. It's got a four-inch barrel and bullets the size of shot glasses. So this is not the 55 cal that he killed. No, no. This is a bigger gun. Bigger. He yeah. has a cannon. And then he and Wayne, they fly up to three-quarters of the way up the building, they land, and then Wayne distracts the guards while Wax turns around and shoots them all in the back of the head. <laughs> Wacky. Does he do it like in Wanted where he like curves the bullet? Uh, No, he just shoots and he pushes it through like three people because he has super bullets. They all lined and then, up? Well, then he puts in the earring and he's like, Telson, I'm coming for you. This Friday at the Murder Dome, you will see whose God is superior and you will bow before the power of harmony brought to you by me, the soul. Lord, I'm coming for you, sister, this Wednesday, or whatever day it is, Wax Day. Who cares? It's my day, and it's going to be your last day. Can you get this number? Uh, an earring told me. And then she says, Wax, I have literally hundreds of guards between me and you. You have to go through ten floors of the highest trained soldiers I have left. Do you really think this is going to pan out? Yeah. And? So wait, your last thing is a game of death thing? Or what? You, well, think, you think your guards are going to protect you? Wait, is Your unnamed guards? Is game of death not new? We invented martial arts movies just last week. Right. right. <laughs> I forgot. Does that mean that Wax is Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. So no, actually, he puts on his yellow tracksuit, and then he puts on his uh, big gun, and then he starts running through, and he's spinning all the metal in the skyscraper around him in a big tornado of shrapnel. And that big gun? Well, it's a grenade launch specifically designed to create as much shrapnel as possible. Like a China Yeah, lake. so he's pushing a wave of bits of super sharp flechettes just down the hall through hundreds of different guards who don't have powers, I want to add. They're just normal guys. Wait, wait, so the last 10 floors we ran out of spikes? So what you do with all this? You spend them on the first guy? <laughs> yeah, why we, not? We put that first guy had like 12. We put literally all of them in the first guy. God, he was playing Look, poker in Helson, some fucking nowhere. Miss Helson has had cutbacks recently. Well, I, I noticed Miss Telson still 
caused quite a few spikes. She seemed pretty confident st stomping up to Wax earlier. Why couldn't she break his neck then? Here, here's a time machine. You go back, you tell your past self, snap his fucking neck. Whoa, well, no, it time machine. We're at least three years away from one of those. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, we haven't invented three years until just yesterday. <laughs> that wouldn't be fair to Mr. Wax. We want it to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Truly, the Northerners must be known for their honor. So Wax kills literally hundreds of guards on his flight storming rampage through the top of the skyscraper. Yeah, but did they each get a name in the appendices? They might have. I turned it off at the appendices <laughs> once they started talking. We get back to Marisy's story, which just boils down oh. to the evil governor, who is also super spiked, and he's just stomping around, also healing and super strong. And like, the governor gets a couple. <laughs> he's like, ah, ha, ha, you're all so weak, and I'm so strong. It feels awesome to be evil. And she's like, you're going to destroy the world? He's like, well, yeah, but I'm going to live. Duh. That's pretty worth it. Oh, okay. Better to live as a slave than die a free man. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Which god did you serve? The god of individualism and creativity. I'm down to right. climb with that. And then Marisy's like, well, I armed all of your slaves with super magic. And then an emotional alamancer pops up and goes, bleh. Don't you feel bad about this? Literally, yes. So she hits him with a sense the of- The guilt ray. <laughs> <laughs> she hits him with a sense of ennui, and he gets, he gets crippled by- existential dread she's like everyone kill the guards and then they do <laughs> throw off your shackles and then she walks in the next room you know like that those jars of like god juice that you only get from a dead god incredibly magical powerful well they set it up in a big circle and on the other side of the portal they can see an army of eyes glowing red golden toned machine gun toting super soldiers on a desolate hell planet Not who are just butter? standing there and they're like grumble grumble we are the cavity creeps <laughs> make holes in people's heads. <laughs> so Marisy's like, no. And then she tosses one of her slow grenades that she supercharged through the portal. And all the guys are like, we are the cavity creeps. We don't make very good plans. <laughs> so she just like freeze the reality? Uh, Well, yeah, she, she does that. And then everyone's like, they can't come through if we use up all the god juice. And so her and all her alamancer buddies just, Drink chug, it chug, 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 chug. Well, they use it all up, and then it's like, no, our portal is closing. Blast. We'll get you next time, Joes. Cobra retreat. <laughs> we really only had enough juice for about 10 seconds. Man, that's the crossover I need to see. Cobra Commander and the Cavity Creeps. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're in the 90s, Fletcher, because you know who Justin Mintz in the 90s? No. <laughs> oh, Mr. Madre. We have to go back forward. <laughs> Tell me tales of yore. Well, Wax and Wayne, actually, Wayne scares off like the rest of the 25 guards who are alive by saying, we're going to kill you if you don't leave. I believe you. <laughs> Literally, all of them just run away. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> I, why don't we get spikes? The mayor got spikes. He wasn't even supposed to fight. He was in an underground cavern with a slave group. Why did I agree to guard freedom tower on the 40th floor? Well, then Gertruda and Dumod are the mini-bosses here, and they're standing around you menacingly. Still alive? Yes, that we regroup because we have super healing. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. And don't you see? Now I like pain because I'm mimicking him. And he's like, why are you even doing this? You don't know what it's like to be no one. Now, even if you're no one, then you can be someone. You'll be that someone, even if it makes you no one. But no one, well, that's just being someone out, ain't it? And me, and me I ain't no one. I'm a do, someone who is a no one. Do they kiss? No, they swap uh, partners, and then Wayne goes to fight evil Wax, and Wax goes to fight evil Wayne. And their plan's like, yes, they have superior abilities, fighting prowess, resources, training. They've spent years preparing for just this. Yeah, but they don't have the bro down like Wax and Wayne. 
Wayne. Oh. Oh. But we have experience. <laughs> uh, but aren't you like geriatric? I don't know what you... Who said that? Is that you, young man? Come forward. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was me, sir. Ah, excellent. Now, let me tell you about a little time I killed God. <gasps> With my hundred caliber. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sadly, my big gun is out of bullets. It actually would trivialize you, wait, this fight. You wasted it all on the guys with no powers? <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so they start fighting, and during the fight, Wax is like, you don't want to do this. I'm going to kill you. And she's like, not if I'll kill you first, then isn't it? And then he figures out where her metal mind that healing her is in. It's like in her arm. He's like, okay. And then he blows off her arm with a gun. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh. And then she charges him anyway. He's like, okay. And he pushes a coin <laughs> through her skull. And then she just dies. Oh, dude, just like at the end of X-Men First Class. Watch this. <laughs> so Wayne is fighting Damod, and he has this duralumin. What is it? Duralumin. There we go. Basically, if you burn it with another metal, it makes it like a hundred times more powerful. So that's how he's been like flipping cars willy nilly. The downside is that it immediately burns all of your metal reserves, and you're left with nothing. So he just tops off between like every power with a flask. He's just constantly drinking. He's like Wayne's like, okay, well now I know where you keep that. And Wayne just runs up, takes a bunch of bullets, jumps on him. <laughs> Grapples, Not steals the, the whole bottle, bottle. <laughs> steals the flask, and Demod is freaking out. He's like, ah, I don't know how to fight in close combat. I was told I was gonna have to shoot someone, even though it was clearly displayed earlier that I have the spike that grants me inhumanly level strong powers. I guess I better fly up forty feet on top of the skyscraper. Ah, get away from me. I guess I'm gonna push you and burn all of my metals, those things that are keeping me floating. And then, ah, I'm falling. But where's my flask? And then Wayne's like, when you see death, tell... And then they both splatter against the ground. I didn't get to finish my thing. That's what he says when he regrows. No. No. Congratulations, Mod Wayne. <laughs> there we go. So they're like, well, I guess that pretty much covers literally every one of the set's agents. Let's stomp them up. And Telson's there. She's like, wax. You never could see my... Vision. Shoot her. Shoot her in the face. Here oh, dude, I want to hear about this vision. Please Shoot her in the me. face. You see, this world was going to be destroyed until I stepped forward and saved it. So really, I'm doing you all a favor. I'm, in fact, the good guy here. You're you were also calling dibs on destroying You were also black and white. Wait, wax. Cut out her tongue. Wait a second. You're now the good guy. Yeah, because so the plan is like she's going to blow up Elendil, show that she can take control, and that she's like a go-getter. Autonomy. <laughs> this is a job application. Yeah, no, literally, that's her whole plan because autonomy's like, I'm just gonna send my massive army to conquer the world unless you like impress me, and then I, I'll consider sparing it. She, she's like, well, gotta take over the world and be impressive. Eh, I'm not really back. Isn't her that anymore. just Saren's motivation for Mass Effect? And then she's like, but don't you see, Wax? When I am ruler of this world, you'll see how great I am. I always hated you, by the way. You always looked down on me for some reason. I can't imagine why. Maybe it was my serial killer best friend. Or perhaps the fact that I never respected you as a person. It could have been anything. Perhaps your jealousy, my greatness, my vision. And then Wax is like, oh, your rocket doesn't work, does it? And he just pushes it over with his mind. It's completely empty. Aww. And she's like, ah. Well, you still can't stop me. You see that ship? Way over there. There's barely in sight. Yeah, that has the bomb in it. You'll never get to it now. Neener, neener, neener. I'm so smart. I'm going to be gold. And then you'll all see how great I am. And as she's doing this, she can like feel autonomy leaving her as an avatar. Aww. She's like, my power is slipping away. Wow, it turns out the god of individuality didn't want a brown-nosing middle manager. <laughs> so Wax is like, Wayne. 
Do you see those bodies down there? Bring them to me. And then he has Harmony freeze Telson. The one thing Harmony can do is temporarily freeze her, and we get another cut. And it's Steris evacuating the city with the mayor. <gasps> Literally everyone else bailed, and Steris is leading this whole thing, the whole evacuation of the city with her series of plans. And everyone's like, oh, Steris, it's so great that you plan ahead. How would you like to be vice governor after all this? Vice? She doesn't even get to be governor. Vice governor. You're well, a yeah, great dude. administrator. But me, Governor Vaughn. I'm a man of the people. Everyone well, you have to me. be elected, don't just you like, know? Just like LBJ, bro. <laughs> so as they're doing this, it's basically just Sarah's like, yeah. And also, we know that they're probably, they get like a message from Wax, like, hey, the ship is going to be the bomb. They sink their own ships in the harbor, so when the bomb goes off, the tsunami doesn't completely destroy them. Uh, and we get a cut to the boat, which has a bunch of set goons on it. We're like, so we bring the boat in, we take our little boat out, the bomb goes off, and we sail back, right? And then the leader's just uh... like, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You'll even get a little push on the way back. You'll get a, get a little head start. So then Wax and Wayne climb aboard and we find out as Marisee is leaving her bunker in, in a time skip back that she sees a bunch of the top of the tower just like collapse in on itself because Wax stuck himself with the Duraluminium spike, used up all the fucking magic potions he had filled with metal and launched himself like 80 miles across the city <laughs> with Wayne attached to him into the water next to the boat and they climb aboard and all these guys are like run away ah meep meep ah. <laughs> we also don't have powers well they barricade themselves and all commit group suicide but they find the oh. bomb <laughs> yeah <Duh. laughs> they find Yeesh. the bomb and once you know it it's triple dead man switched so if you if you try to defuse one part the rest is gonna go off it's all rigged together. And Wax is like, well, the only thing we can do is uh, become a full-blooded Mistborn. Because this uh, red cork thing, yeah. Uh, w so God shows up and says, Waxilium, when you created that explosion earlier, you accidentally created Lerasium and Atium. It's just in very small doses. So if you drink that, you're going to get full powers. You can burn all of it. You can use super slow time. And then you can defuse the bomb if you can outrun the electrical signal. Okay, sounds good. So Wayne's like, sorry, mate. And he pushes Wax <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> this one's for old Wayne. Yep, I've been getting ready all book for this giving myself right. some character but, development but don't worry Choke. but don't Choke. but don't worry he put some bricks in wax's <laughs> pocket i swapped him for this handy life preserver so he drinks up wayne becomes an alamance and he's like don't worry gold i'm just gonna put on your hat for a second and he starts pretending to be god he freezes time Holy, he saw so god's apartment <laughs> he freezes time so slow that he can outrun electrical signals and then he goes ahead and defeat he, well, he actually he sets off the bomb but if you set it off early it won't go through like the full proper chain reaction and it's still the biggest explosion ever confirmed by god when he meets wayne in the afterlife and wayne's like oh am i dead oh well okay yeah so, like, does, is he gonna like come back no uh because God's like, you must move beyond Wayne. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, do, is there any question you would like to ask? Can he become a world hopper? Can I have your hat? Was that the biggest explosion in the history of the world? Uh, sure. Yeah, awesome. You fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm definitely happy. Yep, no regrets for old Wayne. No, don't invite him into your apartment. And then Wayne goes and he dies. The end. Or uh, it would be if we didn't have an epilogue. No. Yeah. <laughs> They're Return of the Kinging me. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Now we get the reunion tour. <laughs> so we go through all the little characters. Kelsier shows back up, talks with God, and God also has a uh, weird black shadow of himself following him around, possibly implying that he's splitting back into two, one of them being the evil version, of course. And uh, Kelsier's like, so are you going to give us technology now since those evil guys are definitely going to come back? And Harmony's like, no, it'd be wrong to interfere. Didn't you there interfere are when unforeseen you fr- consequences. Oh, yeah, also, Wax lost a leg. And as he's like floating in the middle of the ocean, Hoyd rose up in a boat and says, your carriage, sir. I'd rather drown. <laughs> you see, Mas- you see, Master Wax, it was Master Wayne. He taunted me too many times, <sighs> which is why instead of his uh, emergency life preserver, I traded him his rat back, you see. <laughs> Some men just need tangerines, Master Wax. He blew up with your harmonica. <laughs> oh, that son of a bitch. Dude, did it have like a sweet little, like, when the air went in, it went like, did it do what a harmonica does? Yeah, but it did have a sweet tune, is what I'm saying. Yeah, did did, did Wayne blow up to the fucking tune? <laughs> Was it like, well, do you think it was like Mad World? It's like in a mad, mad world on a harmonica. Or, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, Wayne has just enough time to belt out a little. Wah, wah, no, no, I'm wah, imagining wah, Fletcher wah, wah. dying, and he meets God, and he's like, "So, is there anyone you'd like to talk to? Any questions you could have answered?" Uh, yeah, God. Uh, so I have a question. This one time, I was 12, and I said, <laughs> "I got a question." <laughs> That's not a question at all. Anyway, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Do you think I could... much worse now? Do you think I could ask God if I'm going to hell? <laughs> You're already here. Yeah, but this. Could be a ploy to like make me a think of Oh yeah, and they uh, they find Telson's like withered corpse with the words like "You've won for now" carved into her own arm and blood or something. She's like withered and gray. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you, Madre. Nuclear energy, I think, is the way to go. Soul energy, awesome. But about this God energy you proposed, I'm thinking it might have some serious drawbacks. Oh, certainly. You don't seem very concerned. <laughs> well, that's I because mean... I'm a member of the alimantic class, as I call it. Oh yeah. Also, Kelsier's like, and I will find. Find a way to give everyone allomancy. No. Because too many people aren't powerful enough. No. And when Ooh. everyone's super. No. <laughs> Syndrome, no. I'll be more super. Because I have a series <laughs> of special edgy OCs that exist from outside of reality that have powers that you don't have access to. And they all work for me. And then the whole time they've been offering Marcy a job and she's just like, no, nah, I'm not interested. I don't work in the shadows. I'm going to become governor. She's becoming wax. Everyone's super sad about Wayne's death. And nope. wax, yep, uh, wax builds him a statue in the park. And then does, death does it show- have like a plaque on it that says like, it has several plaques on it. It was stolen. Was what's the fi- what's the final plaque that's on it? I want to say it's ain't no man ever been sad. He shook it more than once. But there had been men that were sad that they shook it less than twice. That does sound like something Wax would say. Wayne. Uh, Wayne. In fact, Wayne specifically Wayne. requested it to be on a statue of him at some point. Do you think I could, like, replace the plaque and he would be, like, proud of me in the afterlife? I think he would, Fletcher. I think he'd respect your choices. Oh, yeah, and also, also after his death, he uh, gave a bunch of money to people and then he paid his uh, law firm to leave taxidermied frogs and half ham sandwiches in Wax's pockets and around his room. Like, they're hiring people to break in and leave bits and knickknacks the, around the, his house. These people are risking death. <laughs> For a dead man's prank. <laughs> but think of like think of how funny it will be when Wax like yeah, he like yeah think how funny it'll be when you go to put a fucking ham sandwich in God's pocket and he puts a fucking dime through your skull. It's just a prank, bro. Yeah, but then he'll like open it up and he'll be like, Oh Wayne, ha ha ha. <laughs> 
<laughs> and as I'm bleeding out my fucking brain yeah, from but... a change jar to the skull. Dude, it will be worth it, man. You could, like, see God. Yeah, we could all meet him. Yeah, we could all ask a question. Here we go. So, uh, Fletcher, you ask, hey, do you prefer bacon or peanut butter? And then, Madre, when you're dead, you ask, hey, do you prefer peanut butter or bacon? And then I'll show up and I'll say, thank you for freeing me from these fucking idiots. It was worth it. I did die too, but it was worth it. Yeah, I got 15 seconds of freedom. What does Spencer say? Spencer, I'm, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go back. Your, your suffering is a... This is your eternity. I can't go back, Connor. I've only advanced so far. <laughs> the Sanderson versus swallowed him whole. I've become an I've become an avatar of Brandon Sanderson, <laughs> and his powers are vested into me because of my great vision. Brandon Sanderson, the god of too much creativity Actually, and too many characters. I take away your powers. How? Well, easy. I just take them away. I'm God. Oh, you're God. Yeah. Well. That settles that then. <laughs> Thanks to the power of narrative, Fletcher's in charge. What are you going to do with the power now? You got the power. What are you doing with it? All right. So there's like jars of pure peanut butter, right? <laughs> and I make a pure <laughs> jelly to go with it. <laughs> a pure peanut butter and jelly. Would, would you, you gonna and make... you get magical powers if you eat are it. Are you going to have pure bread to put it in? No. <laughs> it's going to be like wheat bread. It has to be wheat. Overall, I did not enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed the first series. I will I don't know, man. I think it was just the weird fucking jolt we go through with each book. And I'll say it, I hated Wayne. I Why? hated him from the start. I hated him at the end. I was a little sad when he died, but you know what? After listening to like 45 hours of audiobook, <laughs> I guess you get a little attached to something. It wasn't bad. I don't know, like 7 out of 10. Uh, decent enough. It's better than average. Though, I don't know, it, it was just very, it was so average, dude. And I think it fell apart for me in this one when Brandon Sanderson has to crowbar in like 17 other stories with characters I know nothing about <laughs> and powers that make zero sense. And Marcy just rolls with like, yep, world hoppers. Why not? Strange powers I've never seen. That's strange. Oh, well, cool. Well, I mean, by your sixth extra-dimensional plot-dumping traveler, are you really yeah, surprised? What happened to that moonlight chick after she became a goddess or something? After she rewrote her own mind, she disappeared, and they're like, yep, yeah, we gotta go find her. Nah. Okay. Have fun with that. Yeah, that's what Marisi says. She's like, not my... Well, thanks for the help. Later. And... I don't really owe her anything now, do I? Am I gonna read the next one? Of course. I'm an addict. I can't stop. Spencer, stop. Do you it's think not that happen. Mr. Sanderson <laughs> is gonna write in a new metal called, like, Spensonium that, like, just no. makes you hate people? Please flood the Instagram with requests for Joe Ledger. <laughs> Free me from the Sanderson verse. <laughs> We're done. We can't go back to Sanderson for a while. No Stormlight, no Elantris, no Sands of whatever. We're done. We're out of it the cosmere is finished as far as i'm concerned it's clone it's close you know what i found out there's a there's a book where a character's name is spencer is the main character <laughs> he's speaking to me so you know what time to time to follow my favorite literary character hey madre who's the guy that shot john lennon again oh john lennon oh yeah john lennon thanks <laughs> so uh john lennon the man who shot john lennon he was a big fan of catcher in the rye right big literary fan well i'm thinking something similar may happen at some point except instead of the catcher in the rye you can quote me with mistborn era too so wait there's a series about atlantis Elantris. It's oh. yeah. Don't even get into it. Hop on the wiki. It's you know what? If you can just read the wiki, you've got like eighty percent of the story. You're good. I'm so actually where are gonna... we going next time, Spencer? I don't want to ruin it too much. All I can say is it's a bit of a love story, and I know Fletcher Aww. is good. Oh no, it's yeah, the no. X Hex. Oh no, it's something a bit different. It's a Fletcher version of a love story. Ooh, this oh, gonna be like no. Bonnie and Clever that kill people. Is there like is they... it like about like a super phone or something? Something involving technology? And I will media. say that it got a Netflix adaptation oh, a couple years anything. ago. <laughs> <laughs>
and I won't spoil it too much more than that. Dream uh, the Endless? Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review. Retweet. Tell your friends. Send carrier pigeons. Smoke signals. No, ca- don't Carve notes into dead bodies. SOS uh, signals. Yeah, blast holes into buildings and leave manifestos. Whatever it takes to get the message out there. And class dismissed. <laughs>